Hello, welcome to the last day of Podmas. This is episode 12 and I'm actually recording it on day two. Um, and it's a bit of a bonus episode and it might be a bit longer than 12 minutes. In fact, it will be a bit longer than 12 minutes. So today I am talking to Mr. Wanderloose, who is my husband, Ollie. Hello. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how we as a couple manage my freelance career with his full-time career and juggling kind of being a mum and a dad and working. So how have you found it? What? Having a baby? <laughs> not, yeah, let's not tell everyone about how. <laughs> All of our marriage secrets. No, how have you found having a baby but then helping me get back to work? I mean, it's been a bit easier for me probably than most people because for your standard person who both work in offices or in a job that they have to go to work, there is a time limit on the amount of time that you can not be at home. So I think we've been quite lucky in that because you do work at home and you can, to some extent, move your time around, Mm. we've been able to, you've probably been able to do more than the average person. Yeah. Um, But within that, it means that you effectively have to work when the baby's here. Yeah. (laughs) So work when the baby's asleep or work on Sundays when I have the day off. Yeah. Um, Because I work every other Saturday. So Lizzie only has three days out of 14 that she doesn't have the baby, which is pretty poor odds. (laughs) (laughs) The odds are not in her (laughs) favour. But, um, like, how... Because, yeah, your Sunday, which is your only Sunday, it's your only day, you only have two days off a month. No, no I, get, well, I get two no. Saturdays and four Sundays. A month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, of course you do. I get, what's that, six? <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot for all those people Maths who think uh, the agency is easy. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay, we're not, this is not a public service announcement for yeah. estate agency. Other jobs are available. <laughs> but be nice to your estate oh. agent, they work really hard. Um that aside, <laughs> back to me now. Yeah. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> um, how, like, yeah, how have you found that? Because every Sunday, basically, well, up until recently, well, until I stopped breastfeeding, really, you would get up with the baby um, and give me a lie-in, and then my day would be almost mine to do whatever I wanted, Yeah, in but, a way. yeah. But Which I mean, isn't very fair. How have you found that? <laughs> I think like, there's there's two sides of it. So pre, so when you were breastfeeding, yeah, you couldn't be away from, or the baby couldn't be away from you for any stints longer than four hours, really. Yeah. So we could you could pump a bit, and we could get to the stage that I could go out with her for about four hours or half a day, or whatever. Yeah. But we always had to be close. Yeah. So that was quite hard actually, wasn't it? Because I couldn't, <clears throat> and it really annoys me that people presume that if you're breastfeeding. So I breastfed until quite recently, so almost seven months. Mm. Um, and really, the only reason that I wasn't breastfeeding is because I went to Japan, which I guess we'll talk about because that was a work yeah. thing. But um, I have never been able to pump really. I would spend maybe four, occasionally I would, but not on a regular basis. And I just presumed because that's what people said. That, oh, like if you breastfeed, it'd be fine because you'll be able to pump and blah blah blah. But actually, and I've heard from other people that they've had the same issues. You don't realize that actually pumping isn't a given, and um, because breastfeeding is kind of psychological as well as mm. like your milk flowing is a psychological thing as well as a 
biological thing. Is that the right way of saying it? Yeah, yeah, it's like physiological as well. Yes, exactly. If you're not in the right place, or if you're not in the right frame of mind, it's not, it's not going to happen. But there's yeah, and like that certain trigger things. The latch of a cold plastic no, <laughs> breast pump is not the same no. as your baby. <laughs> you don't get the same like warm, fuzzy feelings as when your baby latches. So the milk doesn't always come as readily. And sometimes I would sit there in front of the TV with my boob out, pump like pump attached like a bloody cow and be pumping for 40 minutes and get 100 millilitres or mm. something pathetic like that. Yeah. And it's so soul-destroying. And then other times you'd just be sat there and like you'd basically just be leaking. Yes, not, yeah, not exactly. Able to, like, collect that. Yes, that was so frustrating. So frustrating. So actually, that made life a little bit difficult. Yeah, so like before, while you were breastfeeding or when you were breastfeeding, it was, I think, more difficult for yeah. you. Yeah, it was. Because you had to basically work around the baby's schedule which is yeah generally three to four hours but it's not it changes and moves and depending on how she feels etc yeah exactly like um, if she's going through a growth spurt or whatever she's going to need more milk and sometimes she just wants the comfort and yeah exactly but within that you had to do pretty much all the night feeds as well yeah so actually if you you know if you strip it back you basically were on a three to four hour cycle which included doing everything that one would normally expect to do in a day plus trying to work. Yeah. Which is difficult even at the best of times. And especially when your husband's out out of the house for 12 hours a day. Yeah. Um, So I thought that at least if you had some time on a Sunday, then even if you didn't get work done, then at least you could do stuff rather than just baby stuff. Yeah. Um, Because that does actually send you a bit mental. I think something that I didn't appreciate really was even if you take away the fact needing to go back to work for money or whatever, um, sometimes you just need to not be around your baby and not be yeah. a mum. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I think by Sunday I was normally a bit cabin feverish. Yeah, normally you're like, I need something. I need either a break or to get out of the house. Yeah. Or, but then like post, post-breastfeeding, and which co- coincided with Japan, which mm. was work as well, so, you know... That kind of changed, didn't it? And then it meant that you you could go out for longer or you could do stuff. And yeah, so we should talk about that. So I went to Japan. If you follow me on Instagram or follow my blog or whatever, you'll know that I went to Japan for a really short time. Yeah. And I wouldn't normally do that. I got a lot of comments like, oh, my God, you're crazy to go for 48 hours. Well, the reason that I did that is because I was being paid by a tourist board to promote a destination. Otherwise, I wouldn't obviously go to Japan for like... <laughs> 72 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a bit longer than 48 hours, but um, actually the time that we spent in Japan was a tiny bit less than 48 hours, but anyhow. Spent about the same amount of travelling, I think, that you did in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. In fact, I think there was more time travelling. So, yeah. So, if you think about it, both flights were 14 hours each. Plus layover. Plus layover. Plus travelling to the airport. Anyhow, that aside, um, so when when I knew that was coming up, it was a case of, I got the opportunity maybe a month before month to six weeks before we went before I actually flew um I was approached by the company and obviously said yes immediately and invited a a blogging friend to come along who also created content for it and I was really lucky because the three of us got to hang out and it was just one of those opportunities that you just don't want to say no to Mm. but my immediate reaction at that point was how the fuck am I going to do it because I'm breastfeeding because it was during a week as well during the week yeah it was like Tuesday to Friday yeah 
yeah. It was it was Wednesday to Saturday, but Wednesday, yeah. but obviously you work Saturdays and you were working that Saturday, were you? No, I think I had that one off. Yeah, you did. Of course, you did. Anyhow, but we knew at this point that I well I wanted to stop breastfeeding. I just didn't know how to go about doing it, and actually, it was probably the best thing that could have ever happened yeah, because yeah. it was like cold turkey. I was breastfeeding her in like the morning before. I went to Heathrow, I breastfed her. My boobs are like rock solid. It was so painful. On the flight on the way out there, I had to literally be sat in my seat pumping <laughs> on the flight <laughs> while everyone around me was uh, sleeping. Japanese stared at you. <laughs> Luckily, um, it was just a really sweet woman next to me. And obviously, my friend Lauren was on the other side of me, so it was no drama. But I was, And the plane was so noisy, you couldn't hear the normal pump noise. <laughs> Um, but thanks oh thanks also to Medella <laughs> hashtag spawn <laughs> for uh, gifting me that amazing manual breast pump which um, is brilliant for travel because it's so tiny but anyway so um, so yeah like I didn't know what was going to happen and I thought maybe my boobs might explode um, because I had never really gone that long without breastfeeding her yeah but it was fine like for me yeah, I mean, it was easy for, for me. I mean, she was at nursery for the days that I was working, so... Yes. I mean, I'm not going to claim much daily daycare for that. <laughs> um, but actually, we found that since we've used stopped breastfeeding, she and we've moved her out of the bedroom. Which happened at the same time. It's It's been a lot easier. She sleeps better. Oh because my God, she was yeah. sleeping, like, actually, in hindsight, quite poorly um, yeah, yeah, yeah. beforehand. But now she'll wake up once a night, maybe twice. Oh, so when I was mostly, working, it, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't difficult to kind of manage her having a nursery and then the the nights on my own. I mean, my parents came to help out in the evenings. Yeah, um, but I didn't actually need them. Yeah, looking back, I could have. I didn't it on my think own, that you were gonna need them, but, but I guess if she had been difficult, then I would have needed them because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to eat. That's true. That's true. Thanks to my mum for. And yet, I just have to point out that um, Ollie did go away for four days I and did. stag do when Anais was about four months old, and nobody came to help me out. Yeah, and I didn't get to own. eat. <laughs> I did eat, but um, I certainly wasn't. I don't think you showered, though. <laughs> or at least if you did, it I did. Was I did. Quick. I did. No, but you know what? We have a really easy baby, so yeah, she's she's not difficult. Um, and now she sleeps from like 6 p.m. to about 6 a.m. Yeah. And then wakes up once, normally about three ish. Yeah, she woke up at three last night. Yeah. And do you know what? She was super easy. This is a complete aside. <laughs> Sometimes she's a real dick when she wakes up <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's really painful. But last night, I literally just fed her. She fell asleep, put her in her car. It was so easy. She yeah. like guzzled down her bottle in about five minutes flat. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have to. Kind of help her get back to sleep. Didn't go off air. Just yeah. literally was like, "Yep, great, drunk that, going back to sleep now." But like, I think it's since, not always like that. Since that move away from breastfeeding, it's yeah. allowed you to have a bit more independence. And yeah, allowed you to kind of actually do work. So when your mom or my mom comes down, or when you when she's at nursery or whatever, you actually now have a bit more independence and don't have to think, "Oh my god, I've got a pump. I've got yeah. to do X, got to do Y." It gives you a bit more time actually to do work. Yeah, so that's true. Your actual amount of working hours has has gone up since yeah, self breastfeeding. 
the other thing that I think would be cool to talk about is our decision to send her to nursery because I was chatting to somebody, um, another freelancer who has a baby who's a little bit older, I think maybe nine months, um, and she was saying about, you know, justifying the cost of nursery when yeah. you're a freelancer. And I had that I had that real, yeah, that was at the back of my mind always mm. with nursery. Um, and there's lots of different options, isn't there, for childcare? And we, yeah. try, we did try out the whole, like, family helping because so both of our mums um we're really lucky they're also they're both awesome and we get on with both of them yeah really really well um and they help out fairly regularly but not to the level where you could book them in for like a nine till nine till six every single week it's not they both live two hours away yeah they live quite far away yeah um so having family look off and IS kind of on a regular basis isn't an option for no. us um it's like a bit of a bonus so yeah you'll get maybe well your mum will come down once a week once a fortnight sometimes yeah for half a day yeah and then my mum will do roughly the same but yeah. also half a day so and hers is a bit more both bit more both fluid, sets are a bit more erratic or well, both of them are quite erratic because your mum like they both have lives out and you know your mum yeah both work yeah and your mum yeah. yeah and my mum looks after um my nephew full time so it like she doesn't have she has like not that much time but also um <clears throat> neither of them are able to always do like to kind of say I can do Wednesday every week for this amount of hours until for the foreseeable yeah, yeah. we're really lucky because both sets come down a lot and help us and mm. I know that that's not the case for the majority of people yeah. Especially when you live in London, but yeah. anyhow, so family wasn't an option yeah. in terms of full time care. Um, and then we looked into childminders, um, and I think a friend of mine, um, her mum was a childminder, and she had a childminder for her little ones. And I and I have friends who've used childminders and found it really really helpful, um, because they are cheaper than nursery, I think typically. Yeah. Um, but and there's a a website called childminder.co.uk and I think that's kind of maybe it might even be childminder.gov I'm Is not really the, sure the but Google it's Google Childminder yeah basically and you can see if they've been they've got CRB checks and stuff like that I don't I found it quite difficult actually navigating that system and I didn't I didn't find anyone that was particularly close or easy yeah, or whatever there weren't many local ones were there at all no because that's the thing with a childminder you have to then well I suppose it's different depending on the childminder, but um, you'll have to drop the baby off at yeah. their house. Yeah. I guess same for nursery, you have to drop them off. But if yes. the nursery is five minutes away and yes. the childminder is 20 minutes away. Exactly. And you've got to be there at eight o'clock in the morning and then go to work. Yeah. It's, it's an easy decision, isn't it, from the time point of view. But we, when I was pregnant, I... Yeah, you were... <laughs> I had, I'm so glad I did this as well because it's so much easier to do stuff before, like when you're pregnant. Um, I looked at a couple of nurseries then just to get it out of the way and um, I found a place that I liked. Yeah, it was just pretty close. Really close, yeah. Um, it's so cute. I just love them. I love them there. And they're not the cheapest, um, but they're also not the most expensive. Yeah, but also, you know, if you asked most parents where, when their kids are young and old, like, oh, when you bought a car seat, did you get the cheapest one or did you get a normal <laughs> Yeah, one? that's most true. Say, oh, I've got the normal one. So, 
that people just say, oh, why didn't you go for the cheapest nursery? It's a bit of an oxymoron. I yeah. Think, because it is an investment in both yours and but also your child's future. Yeah. So you wouldn't leave your child with some random. So why would you leave your child with some random nursery that's cheap? I don't think anyone would really, but I think I think what people would do... Well, I'm, I'm speaking for myself here mm. as a mum. I think a, a mum who's freelancing and having that, you know, going back to work conundrum, I think what actually happens is that we go, oh, we're not worth, we're not worthy of paying this money mm-hmm. and investing yeah. in our careers, so we'll just stay at home and try and do everything and yeah. feel a bit frustrated. Which is, yeah. What, but, you, but I was really lucky because you were super, super, super supportive and it was actually between Cheryl Sandberg... <laughs> And you, um, we, you gave me the, I don't know, not permission, because you're not giving me any permissions. No. <laughs> I can't do that. Because we thought, you know, this isn't, like you said it, it's, it's yeah, an investment, it's an investment in. Yeah. It's the same as if you were to look at starting up a cafe. And, mm. okay, you need to refurb the cafe, you need to buy X, Y, and Z, and it's going to cost you 10 grand to set up your cafe. If you look at a freelance business and say, okay, I need to work two and a half days a week or three days a week, whatever it may be, and the cost of nursery nursery is X, and therefore my investment over the coming three months is, I don't know, £2,000 probably, Mm -hmm. if that. Um, If you were to look at, if you were to be a businessman and look at your ROI, it's obvious which one you're going to pick. Yeah. Um, And in fact, most people don't look at it like that. Most people think, oh my God, I'm spending all this money now, but... Yeah, you're spending money now in order to accumulate money in the future. It's like a pension or it's like a savings account. Yeah. People wouldn't say, oh, you shouldn't pay into your pension. Or, yeah, that's so or, true. Or you shouldn't set up a savings account. Never know what's going to happen to it. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Apart from Tom. Uh, apart from Tom, who works in pensions, but and we d- probably shouldn't reveal all of his secrets. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> he also supports Tom and Hotspur, but that's <laughs> irrelevant for this conversation. Um, but yeah, like I think that people people come, come about it at the wrong way, and I think that is partly... The way our society is, is that a lot of the burden... That's of, the patriarchy. It's the fault of the patriarchy. Yeah. As, as head of the patriarchy. <laughs> um, a lot of the burden of, just, of, the, of who pays that cost is, is, is the female side yeah. of the family. Yeah. And actually, so if you think about it, if that was, if that was a male cost... If you were to if you were to do a straw poll of a hundred men and a hundred women, mm. and you said to a hundred men, right, you can either pay fifteen hundred pounds a month and go back to work and earn X, or you can not pay fifteen hundred pounds and stay at home. Yeah. What percentage of those men would invest yeah, that fifteen hundred so pounds and go to work? And if you did the same for women or women, hundred women, I'm pretty sure you'd find that the men, the vast majority, at least ninety percent, would say, no, I'm investing that money because. Of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. And, but women right. would think of it from from a different aspect because of because of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, <laughs> if you you know, it's it's slightly different how you think about it as a man and a woman. But also, you know, it's one of those things that you. I don't think most people can like live at home with a baby full time with no with nothing, with nothing else, else and not go a little bit crazy. Yeah, I, and that I doesn't can't. have to be. That doesn't have to be. That's like not a judgment. No, um, people can. It's well, not. It doesn't have to be earning money. Like just no, having an outlet outside of outside of looking after children. And the same is true for people, you know people who work just work work work. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I agree. And we yeah. all get surprised when they burn out, but they've worked twenty hours for yeah. ten years. 
it's, yeah, it's exactly the same. Um, so in terms of nursery costs, the uh, kind of a bit of a misnomer or something that I think will really hold people back is is looking at it in terms of as the woman, I pay this amount of money um, and we send her for the minimum amount, don't we? One yeah, and a half days a week. week. Um, I have to earn that money back um, and, and looking at it like, oh, I'm only going to break even this month or, but it's not, it's not just a cost on the woman. It's a cost for the family. So at, like, like you pointed out, so that, you know, the amount that we pay for childcare, if we were sending her full time, it would cost £1,500. Yeah. That's not on me to earn £1,500 mm. And in fact, month. it would be insane to suggest that someone who is going back to work after six months should be re- in, on, in their own business rather than going back to like a contracted yeah. role should be expected to earn what they were earning before, yeah. having not done it for six months. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't go to the gym after six months off and be expect, and be like lifting the same weights or running the same distance. That's a good analogy. Because yeah, you wouldn't expect it, that. Your, your body's not trained for it in the same way. Your, your brain's not trained for it and you're not in the same, you're in the same boat. So it's, it's pretty harsh that we expect people to, to do this. But we do. But we do. And it's ridiculous, and mm. the government needs to look at it. Come on, TM, sort it out. Sort <laughs> nothing out. You've mm. done nothing. Theresa May is the worst, isn't <laughs> Do she? one thing. Well, we won't get political. No. Um, Other political parties are available. <laughs> That's true, they are. Um, and it'd be great if other political parties were in power yeah. right now. But any, any of them, really? We have got political. Anyway, Let's ignore on. that. Let's we'll move cut on. that out. No. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you're someone who is freelancing like me, um, or just, you know, yeah, if you're a freelancer, if you're self-employed, you're a mama and you want to go back to work, but you're stressing about childcare and things like that, there are a few options. And you know what, like, if I'm honest, it's none of them are (laughs) perfect. But don't think of the money that you're spending on childcare. If you're lucky enough to be able to afford it, don't think that that's just on you and that's on you to earn back. Mm. And even if, like, for the first couple of months, you're, you know, you're not even earning any money um, after paying childcare, that's not, that's not a waste. I suppose that's no. what I want to say. It's not a waste. And I know this, this is coming from a place of massive bloody white privilege in that I am middle class and all the rest of it and yeah, yeah. have a husband who is a high earner so can afford to be in this position and all the rest of it I don't want to go into my financial yeah. here's my uh, <laughs> my bank details check my insurance payments hey I'm all paid up yeah allegedly hey not allegedly <laughs> I am fuck you HMRC no don't don't ever be mean to them they're nice people please don't listen to this podcast HMRC <laughs> Stop it. I don't want to have to edit this. Okay. Um, yes, I forgot what I was saying now. I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, you were saying that um, if you're, uh, you know, if yeah, you're like, investing in that time, don't don't feel like yeah. you're not earning money. Just... Oh, I was putting the caveat of I, this is this is my truth, but um, it's not going to be the same for everybody because everyone's got a different financial situation. But mm. one of the things that I did as well is um, looked at my different revenue streams and... I'm going to be focusing more on 
some of the other ways that I earn money next year. And I probably won't be doing, well, I won't be doing as much journalism because it's, it doesn't work out as well for me mm. um, because there's so much t- like investment, time investment. Yeah, you're um, pamper out, it's not as great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. I was rambling. But um, yeah, so I'll be focusing on some of the other work that I do where I get paid a lot better, but I do it a lot less, which is kind of stupid. Um, yeah. Yeah, thinking about it like a business. Yes, basically, yeah. I'm totally thinking about my business as a business. Yeah, it might mean that, yeah, you do one day extra of stuff that's not necessarily quite yeah, so good. It isn't my favourite, yeah. But, you know, it, it brings in more money, so. And it pays for the, the creative stuff. Yeah, exactly. It gives you the freedom to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, which is. Gives me the freedom to create this lovely free content. Free content for you. <laughs> but that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's why people set up freelance business or why people go freelance yeah, exactly. is so that they have the freedom to do what they want to do yeah and you know very rarely I think that people set up freelance freelance businesses in order to earn billions of pounds that's true you it's know, about it's, time isn't it and lifestyle and all the rest yeah, of it yeah and it, it, all of those things added together into some kind of crazy formula to bring you happiness but it's very deep they're very economic yeah. I think that's a really good point to end it on thank you for listening um carry on tweeting me I don't know why I say carry on nobody has tweeted me about Podmas nobody seems to care about it but maybe by the 12th day you will um subscribe to the podcast like it review if you're going to say something nice if you're not going to say something nice then just don't say anything at all or or send me a message on Instagram and tell me you hate it that's fine if you need to get that you know that out there then you can do it in other ways Um, yes tweet me at Wanderloos blog I'm at Wanderloos blog on Instagram and Facebook and you can join the super exclusive awesome Facebook group for what she said podcast it's really fun Um, yeah I think that's it have a nice day have a nice day